I talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to the rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Hey, and welcome back to Jeevan Andrew Lee's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright friends, welcome back to the show, and today I'm here for a quick episode about The Boys Season 2. It's kind of a rough road with this episode, I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I obviously was excited that Season 2 of The Boys was coming out. Disappointed, as pretty much everyone was, that it was going to be week to week, but... You know, it did make it a little easier on me in terms of reviewing, because that meant I didn't have to binge it all in, like, a weekend and then release the episode, uh, that I could kind of go, I could go as the show went and, and watch the episodes when they came out and then just be ready, uh, whenever it was all, it was all over. So that took a little bit of stress off of me, but at the same time, I, I don't know, it's just kind of weird, like, there's really no reason for it, except that they probably make more money that way, because then... People will have to either keep their free trial after it's over, or, like, um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, wait to get the free trial. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't really don't know why they did it, but it, either way, uh, it, it came out in a, in a different way than the first season, and I was, I was pretty into it at first. I was like, alright, it's different, but it's kind of, you know, it's pretty, it's still pretty good. It's still the boys I know, and then a little bit towards the mid-season, I was like, what is happening? Like, we're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. This is really weird. Just kind of spinning, spinning wheels. Nothing's really changing or progressing in any major way. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm done with this. Like, I know I said that uh, that I was going to review this second season on the podcast. But, like, let's be real here. Twelve people will be offended by that. Like, maybe. And I'm pretty sure one of those twelve people was me. So, <laughs> does it really matter? But, um, then eventually I realized, like, it's almost over, I mean, people are, like, freaking out about it online, everybody's talking about it, I was like, ah, whatever, and so this was, like, two days ago, and I was like, the the season wraps up on, on Friday, which is today, and, and so I was like, ah, I might as well just, like, catch up, I'm only behind two episodes, might might as well just catch up and, and, and watch the, the finale when it comes out, and so I did, and you know what? I thought it was fine. Overall, I'm coming down on this in the end. It's fine. It's not as good as the first season, uh, although I don't know if even I was as enamored with the first season as everybody else was. I definitely liked it a lot, but I do feel like a lot of people were like, this is can't miss television. This is one of the best shows out right now. And I was like, it's good. It's definitely good. I don't think it was, like, in terms of where it ended, I feel like it just kind of stopped like, nothing really major happened, like, they didn't make a huge dent in, um, in the, the Seven, or, like, fought, there, there wasn't, like, a huge climax, it was kind of just, like, meandering to an end, and then, like, the second season starts, and very similarly, it kind of just meanders around, and I don't honestly understand why 
this was even split up. To be honest with you, it seems like this might be a stronger 16-episode season rather than two 8-episode seasons because it has more of a definitive conclusion. By the end of it, you see that they've kind of closed this one chapter and they're moving on to another. Everybody has progressed. Um, there's been some major, major changes. There's been some things that have, like, come full circle to a certain extent, and it really does seem like the finale of season one, the cliffhanger of season one, could act more as a mid-season, like, finale to to a full 16-episode season that includes both of these. So, in that way, I think I enjoyed it more, because it did have a more definitive conclusion, you feel like a, a, a more a definitive sense of finality by the end, and it feels like it's more impactful it's more epic but at the same time this show man i don't think it really knows what to do with itself which is weird because there are comics to draw from and how you know i've never read them so i really don't know exactly what the the story is but to my knowledge at least the first batch episodes of the first season followed it pretty closely i don't know if they've started to deviate or not but regardless i think it's really weird that this show kind of just feels like it doesn't know what to do like it it kind of loses track of characters or puts them in very uninteresting situations like a train in the deep might as well not be in this season their story arc is so uninteresting and they're barely in it every time they cut back to it i was like this sucks i hate this like legitimately everything that was going on with the church of the collective subplot was so boring to me it really you could have lost an entire episode's worth of content from that whole subplot, and I wouldn't have missed it. Like, seriously, that was so boring. And then, um, and then there was just a lot of stuff where it doesn't really feel like the characters know what they're doing. Like, they've just been kind of chilling out here. And at the beginning of the season, it seems kind of unclear as to where Butcher went. doesn't seem like they're really trying to find him. And it seems like it's all too easy for him to escape and get back to where they are. And then everything with Butcher's family felt so tacked on and so, like, lackluster. And I don't even know what it is exactly, how to explain it, but there's this weird thing where they don't give you a defined sense of geography, if that makes any sense. And I'm not saying, like, I need a map of every location in the show, but I'm saying, like, certain things that seem like they're great distances are very easily traveled. Like, you really don't feel a sense of time passing in this show. And so it's weird, like, it seems like the stuff that happens with the family is really disconnected, but then I guess it's not, because he's able to go back and forth really quickly. And listen, that happens in a lot of shows, a lot of movies, where, you know, they just kind of, like, creatively edit around the amount of time it would actually take you to go from point A to point B. So I'm not really going to hold it against the show. It's more of a nitpick. But in general, the stuff at the family was really an uninteresting to me. I don't think that it was really necessary. I found it really weird and like, like it didn't really build to anything in particular. It was just kind of there. Uh, the dog was cool, I guess, but like, didn't really mean anything. Like the the family doesn't really do anything in particular. Eventually, Butcher's dad comes into it, which I guess is cool, but. At the same time, I mean, that for for all, like, for the amount of, um, wait, no, is that Butcher's dad? No, it's not. Well, yeah, no, it is. 
I'm confusing characters. Either way, I don't think that he really makes an impact. Like, none of Butcher's family does. And so, to me, it doesn't even seem like it was worth them being included because they just don't really do anything. They're just sort of there. And it, it really feels like it's there to fill time, which is what a lot of these entire episodes feel like. Because there's obviously the clear objective in mind of stop Vought, but they keep trying to do it the exact same way and it just keeps not working. People's heads are exploding or evidence is, you know, being tampered with or destroyed or like even when it does get out, you don't feel the consequences because for the most part, people's opinions are really unchanged and you don't feel the same, like the scope of this kind of stuff. Like there are a few scenes where people are like, our stock prices are down and and like they're mad at Homelander, but then they're not. Like it doesn't really seem like it really matters. Um, we know for a fact there is video of Homelander in unintentionally murdering a bystander, and it really doesn't seem like it affects people that much at all. They start turning their whole like superheroing thing into a platform for like sort of the show's version of right wing politics. They're anti immigration and and they're um, you know like they're claiming everybody coming into the country is, is a terrorist or whatever, and they're using Make America Safe Again, and I'm not taking a hard stance. Either way, on the political spe spectrum, this is not the, the place for that, but I'm just saying it's obvious the parallels they're drawing. But that doesn't seem to really affect anything. Like, you, you just see that everybody seems to be on board with them, but you don't see, like, Vought being mad or trying to recoup their losses or, like, scrambling within the company. Like, it should feel like the walls are closing in the same the whole season, and it really seems like a bunch of things are proceeding with absolutely no consequences, despite really, really drastic reveals being made. And then, um, even stuff like the whole episode where they're, like, making a movie... And it doesn't seem like the movie's affected at all, like there's no controversy about it coming out now that all this new information has been revealed, and it it's so, so, so weird. Like, I I really don't get what they were going for with that. Uh, yeah, that, that whole episode, I think, could have been lost. It, it was really weird and really unnecessary, and it's, like, totally shifting the focus to something that's honestly not that interesting or important. Like... I don't know. It's all it's all weird. It's kind of a it's kind of a jumbled mess of a season, I'm going to be honest. A lot of the character moments feel really contrived. There's a lot of things where it's very tired dialogue or very very familiar situations where, you know, one character will be like, "I'm coming with you." And then another character will be like, "No, you're absolutely not coming with us. You can't. I can't let you do that." Okay, fine. You can come, but on one condition. Like that dialogue exchange that you've seen in literally every movie ever that's in this uh a lot the um the single worst way to deliver exposition in the history of screenwriting um as you know that's there like the writing just doesn't seem as sharp or as witty as it did the first season and i don't know that i wasn't super happy about that but it does really sound like I'm coming down on this a lot harsher than I meant to. I didn't come away with it altogether feeling that negative. Um, I'll talk about some positives real quick because I've really been harping on it. The stuff with Homelander and his son was really interesting. I really liked all that stuff. The um, the conflict that that gives Butcher because this is still technically part of his family but at the same time is a soup and he hates them and so it's it, you know gives him something interesting to wrestle with. Uh, Homelander being sort of 
like actually caring for his son but then like you know he just is going about it in clearly the wrong way and he's being super manipulative and passive aggressive and stuff really really interesting villain i talked on the tangled episode which seems super unrelated but about how she um the the mother in tangled who's sort of the villain in that uh, was the first really, like, passive-aggressive Disney villain, and I think this is one of the most passive-aggressive supervillains we've ever seen, like, one of the first where he doesn't really, like, have a super evil plot that's well-defined, or he doesn't want to, like, take over the world, he just kind of is controlling and wants everything to go in his favor, and he is super passive-aggressive about it and really lashes out when he doesn't get what he wants, like, he's kind of just a spoiled brat, and I think that's really interesting. And yeah, just in general, that whole subsection of the season was was kind of like the opposite of the A Train, uh, the deep stuff, where it's like that was some of the most boring things that were in this season, and then like that stuff was some of the most interesting, all the stuff with Homelander and um, and his kid. Yeah, so I really liked all that, and I, I I loved to hate Stormfront. She was a really really awful character, like just her face. I'm sorry to that actress, but, like, God, you have such a punchable face. I really hate your face. Um, and I was really, really, really excited when they were beating the crap out of her and, like, stabbing her and lasering her. And, and holy crap, uh, that kid accidentally kills his mom, too. That was dark. That was really dark. But that was that was cool. I mean, that's some of the things I like about this show is it really has the balls to go to places other superhero stuff will obviously never go. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, some of the, not all, but some of the Kamiko and, uh, Frenchie stuff was pretty interesting. I really liked him learning her language and the fact that she even had her own language and, you know, you get a lot of character building moments with her throughout the season. So I liked all that. Uh, they did a good job of of including that and really helping them grow as characters. So I appreciated that and and yeah, there was some there was some cool stuff. Overall, I don't think this was as good a season as the first. Uh, I think that it would have worked better as one big story rather than all broken up like this. Both in terms of the second season should have been a binge and the both seasons kind of should have been one. And. Um, and yeah, I would still recommend the show. I'm a little bit nervous about season three because if it continues on like this, I don't know how many more seasons I'm gonna last. Uh, there are they are short, thankfully, but at the same time, there's so much stuff to watch. And if this doesn't really get back to its original heights, I don't know how I'd feel about continuing on. But I'll stick around for a little while. I think it's worth it because there are some really standout, interesting things like Homelander and his son, uh, the Kimiko um Frenchie all that kind of stuff uh, there there is interesting stuff here and I do like these characters as much as they are weird and messed up they are charming and I like them and even when they're not perfectly written the actors do a great job so yeah I'm a little bit on the fence but I would still say check this out if it sounds up your alley uh just sit down binge it all that's probably the best way to go about it and uh yeah that's yeah that's where I'm coming down on it all right Oh, man, before I get out of here, I am grateful for a good day to, to go out and, and get some you know, some outdoor time. Went on, uh, like, a little hike with my mom today. It was fun. Good to get out of the house. Good to enjoy the fall weather. It was very nice, so that's what I'm grateful for. Uh, sorry this episode ran a little long, but this still might be my shortest TV episode once, so I'm doing, I'm doing all right, guys. Don't lose faith in me yet. Um... 
yeah, if you like this show and you want to show it some love, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Wait. Yeah, right? Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, five stars would be super helpful. You can do it right on app, and it's uh, incredibly... It, it goes a long way in, in helping this show in terms of ratings and such. If you have somebody in your life who you think would like this show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. If you want to find every place that you can listen to this podcast, every episode that's been released, links to contact me, and much, much more, you can find that all at moviesandmorepod.com. And don't forget to, to do some sponsorship stuff, you know? I'm always including the links to uh, to the products through Amazon, so go ahead. Go check those out. Give it a look. Anyway, uh, thank you as always for listening. That's most important. I will see you in the next one, but until then... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Bye.